Welcome to season two of the Made Up Savannah podcast, a storytelling platform for the greatest city in the world. I'm your host, Dee Daniels. Made of Savannah is brought to you by Corcoran Austin Hill Realty, a progressive, inclusive, multi-generational company serving greater Savannah since 1978. This season, we're proud to welcome our partner, Daniel Reed Hospitality, with iconic, restored landmark locations in historic downtown Savannah, Georgia. The richness of Savannah's restaurant and cocktail scene is a constant conversation among locals and visitors. Daniel Reed is home to some of the most visited and popular concepts in the Hostess City. The public kitchen and bar, artillery, Franklin's, local 1110, Perch, Soho South, and magnificent catering and events. Home to the best chefs in the South, award-winning team members from creative to operations, with food and drinks that not only complement every emotion, but also make you fall in love with the moment. Daniel-Reed.com. So satisfy your curiosity, fill up your tank, and write home about it. The Public Kitchen and Bar, Artillery, Franklin's, Local 1110, Perch, Soho South. This is Daniel Reed Hospitality. When you stop in, make sure you mention the Made of Savannah podcast. Welcome to the Made of Savannah podcast. I'm your host, Dee Daniels. I am just beyond myself to have this conversation. There is a big event coming up in Savannah very, very soon, October 21st and 22nd. I know you've never heard of it. I'm just kidding. Everyone's heard of it. It's called Wagaween. And I'm here with Jennifer Taylor and Rachel Weymouth with Renegade and, of course, with Wagaween. Thank you, ladies, for being on the podcast so much. Thank you for having us. This is such an exciting time of year. I feel like when I first started hearing about Wagaween, well, first, how long has it been going on? This will be the 18th year. Oh, wow. Yeah, Yeah, the 18th year in Savannah, consecutive. Consecutive, hasn't skipped a year. And um, the fourth year that Renegade Paws Rescue has run it alongside the Hipster Hound. I cannot believe it's been going on that long. Um, But I just, now, I... We moved here several years ago, and so my first one was a couple of years ago. And I feel like even then, like, everybody was just like, this is, like, the big thing. And you're you're talking about it, like, all year. It's not like you're just, like, you know, a couple of months ahead, start talking about Wagoween. Like, people start hearing about it. The day after Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're always. So next year. (laughs) And in case you were wondering, it's always the weekend before the Florida-Georgia game. (laughs) What a great, like, marker. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. That's fantastic. So, wow, it's been going on a long time. No wonder it has gotten to be so big. Um, can we talk a little bit about, for those who might not know, how it got started and, I mean, how it has gotten to be as big as it is? We're talking about thousands of people coming to this, thousands of dogs. I mean, just dressed up to the nines in costumes. But how did this start? So this um, was started as a parade by Sarah Portman. She used to own the Canine Palace, which was kind of like a feed and seed situation. Um So she started as kind of a parade to make money for some of the smaller rescues in town 18 years ago. So 18 years ago, you had maybe one rescue in town. And now we're at, you know, Renegade and One Love, Coastal Pet Rescue. So before that, she just wanted to help rescues. So she started this little parade. And every year it grew a little bit more. So back in like 2015, I started helping her you know, pounding the pavement and getting sponsorships. So we kind of, you know, grew a really strong friendship. 
And then in 2019, when Renegade formed, she was like, this is it. We're, we're doing it together. So very soon after that, she passed away in 2020. Um, and Greg Foreman passed away this year. So we're all pretty sad about that. Um, but right before COVID, I went to her store to pick up some food or something. I can't remember. And we were talking about Wagaween. And I'm like, Sarah, we're in the middle of COVID. I don't think it's going to happen this year. She said, yes, Jen, it will happen. And then like a week and a half later, she passed away. Oh, wow. So in her honor, I went to Tanya at the Hipster Hound and I just begged her to help me because I don't have that. Like, that's not me. Like, I know how to plan it with Sarah, but like to plan it by myself. And so I went to Tanya and she graciously agreed to help plan it for 2020. 2020. And um, it kind of just grew with her help. And then, you know, with Renegade, just grew and grew and grew. So it's just, it's a Savannah staple. Like it's something that is, it is so Savannah. Like no one else can pull it off like we can. The people that come here, they're invested. The costumes, like people plan from November 1st. <laughs> it's a Wagaween. So, but to honor someone like Sarah Portman, who's been a Savannah in her, almost her entire life. And Greg, they've owned businesses here. They've helped our community. So it's like a true honor for us to be able to honor them in this way. And really carry on the legacy mm -hmm. and, and make it even bigger, yeah. you know, yeah. and continue to grow it is yeah. just phenomenal to be able to do that. I know you guys are working constantly. I, I can't imagine with so many dogs and so many people that you have even a memory of any particular costume. Oh. I have to tell you, I have to tell you my story of the costume. So a friend of ours had this little teeny, very frightened little dog <laughs> who did not really want to go out, but somehow made it out for Wagawee. And she dressed him up as a little, dressed her up as a lobster and put her in a lobster. I have pot. that picture. It's there on our go. Instagram. <laughs> See, that's going to yeah. make her very happy, yeah. our friend Jesse, that you remembered. Um, but I mean, you're right. The, the costumes are so thought mm -hmm. out and like... Like elaborate, yeah, even. Yeah, people want to win that costume contest. Believe me, <laughs> people they get. I love like. Um, there's some really creative, you know, individual costumes for the dogs. But there's always some really amazing family costumes. You know, when the whole family gets involved, we just. I just yeah. shared oh, those a, are good. a yeah. picture yesterday in 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 the theme of right now of a an Oktoberfest family yeah. like ever. <laughs> You know, like the three dogs and the two humans are all in like Dirndl's and Lederhosen. Oh, my gosh. And, and the Beetlejuice, like they go out every year. It's the same family. And one year they did Beetlejuice. And they, they just went out. That's fantastic. Like it, they had the makeup. Like you would have thought that we were in Hollywood. It was fantastic. That's so good. Yeah. Now, I, I know you guys are a, a huge part. Renegade, obviously, is a huge part of, of what's going on with Wagaween on October 21st and 22nd. Um, let's talk a little bit about Renegade. And I mean, you guys are known across the, this area so well, and it, it's obviously because of your heart and because of your service, um, you know, being such a huge organization where you are constantly in it to help mm -hmm. is a big deal. So talk a little bit about Renegade and, and how people can sort of, you know, get to know what you guys are doing day to day. Renegade is different in the way that we are about both ends of the leash. So we're here to help our community and the dogs in our community. And one of our main focus is to keep dogs in homes. We want to keep pets, dogs, cats in homes. So if people are having trouble, instead of, you know, years ago, if your dog got hit by a car and you didn't have any money, well, too bad. That dog had to be surrendered to a shelter or a rescue where because of things like Wagaween, we can go ahead and help your dog get taken care of by the vet and you keep your dog because mm -hmm. 
that's better than, you know, your poor dog having to find a new family. You know, once you want to stay together, you want to keep families together. So that is kind of where our focus lies. I mean, obviously we're in the trenches. We're saving dogs every day. I mean, I still have on my boots. Right. <laughs> so, um, but we are also here for the people. And I think that it's important that as rescue individuals, we understand we can't rescue dogs without people. Mm, because true. who's going to adopt them? Yes. So I think that's something that's very hard to remember. You know, when you see what you see every day and some people are not nice and some people are awful. But for the most part, there are some very good people in our city and in the country. And sometimes it takes a minute to be like, OK, let me look at this a different way. So Renegade came about so that we could be different and be able to welcome everybody into our circle. Animal welfare isn't just for a certain demographic. That's it's right. for all of us. Yeah. We all deserve to love a pet. We all deserve to be able to help a pet. And we all deserve to be a part of something special and something that's doing something more. This Renegade is not about me. Right. Maybe I started it. But Renegade is about having a family and having people that will love you for who you are, for what you are, for who you love, no matter what. We, we, As long as you're a good person and you don't hurt dogs or cats, we're, we're happy to have you be a part of Renegade. And it's a huge thing for me. And I'm so humble that we've gotten this far. Like, I don't even know how it happened mm. i don't i don't i just want to help dogs and yeah. i just want to help people that's that's all that i ever wanted and that's all that i feel like the people that have joined me ever wanted yeah and if you want to help dogs and you want to help people if you don't want to see the people that's fine come help the dogs because we can go in the kennels or right. if you want to help the people come out with us come out with us to the homeless camps come out with us you know when we go out into our underserved areas that don't have vets and don't have the kind of resources that other people have we want to provide that. We want everybody to be able to have the same shot to be able to be a family with their dog or cat. You know, I think some people, and I'd love for you guys to speak on this a little bit. I think some people aren't really um, just aware of, of the need that is going on in our area. I think a lot of people think, oh, you know, this is a big area. We have a lot of people. We have a lot of organizations. We have a lot of people that want to help. We have a lot of people that want to give. How do, do we still have such a problem with, you know, animals having homes and, and having the right kind of care. Is that still such a big problem here? Yeah, it's uh, it's almost hard to believe that it's even worse now than it maybe Everyone. was when Renegade, especially when Renegade started and even just even before that. But the the numbers across the country, not just here, have um, have been staggering in terms of animals in shelters, animal euthanasia rates and lower adoption rates. You know, we in the South have struggled with that for a long time, all the time. But, you know, other parts of the country are really feeling that squeeze yeah. right now, too. Yeah. And this is another part of, like, what our mission through Waggleween outside of the, like, really fun costume side. It's it's getting the it's building that community awareness, that understanding, the education and the finance finance needed for staying and neutering our pets, yeah. because there are when there are these unexpected unwanted litters that's how we end up with puppies on the street people might have an accidental litter and they don't know what to do and those puppies come to rescue the puppies go to the shelter yeah. and when we are so deep in all of these and they become strays when we're so deep in all these dogs that never had homes it's really hard to help the ones that might need a rehoming for one reason yeah. or another it's hard to keep your head above water when there are so many that were never had homes. Right, yeah. right. And yeah. and too, you know, just to your point about um, Wagoween and the importance of of that being involved in awareness and 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 the finances, 
you guys raise a lot of money with Wagaween. Mm-hmm. So when you think about going and being a part of this event, you got to think you're helping to fill the need here. So also remember that you're not just helping Renegade. Just because Renegade puts it on and Renegade does all the planning, we make sure a portion of the money goes to each rescue in the city. So every rescue that participates for both days, they get a little, they get a portion of the proceeds from Wagaween. So this this is the only animal event and probably truly the only 501c event that does that. So even though it's Renegade volunteers running the Wagaween booth and Renegade volunteers running Wagaween, we make sure that we're helping all the animals. And the only way we can do that is by helping the other rescues because, you know, they have vet bills too. So we're not the only ones rescuing dogs and truly we shouldn't be. Like we should not be the only ones pulling dogs out of these shelters. We shouldn't be the only ones helping leave rehoming of other dogs. So we want to make sure that everyone is getting a cut of that to be able to further their mission as well. No doubt. At the end of the day, you know, it's about saving the dogs. Right. And and really, if you think about, you know, I know people say this, but it's true. If you think about all of us just taking a minute, you know, and saying, hey, we have X amount that we could give. If everybody did that one mm-hmm. time. One time. Good gracious. You know what it would do. Right. Yeah. And then you think about, oh, there's this event going on. If I could be a part of one event, you know, just know. for an yeah. hour, you know, yeah. and, and, and bring somebody or, or share it on your social media. Exactly. What a difference it makes. Like yeah. pretty immediately the ripple effect. Yeah. And Wagaween makes a big difference in our community because, again, like she said, the awareness. We're getting to talk to all these people that we may not see. Hey, spay and neuter. Hey, tell your dad to spay and neuter because that's kind of like planting a tree. So, Mm -hmm. like, I don't have children, nor do I want them. But other people (laughs) love their children. Right. And I don't want to see the future generations having to do what we have to do. Right. You know, like, we have a 26-year-old working for us, um, and it's hard to see. She has to see what I see, and I want a better future for her. I want her to grow up and, you know, have a future where she can— help domestic violence people and help people that have to rehome for like real serious situations instead of having to walk into a shelter and know that five of the dogs you had to say no to are probably going to die. Right. You know, and yeah. the only way to start that is to plant that tree of spay and neuter. And then with that tree, plant a tree of education. Cause mm-hmm. I think it's just an education thing. People don't understand. They don't see what we see and they don't know these numbers. So I think it's, it's an educational issue because it's always been a secret. Yeah. It's not like people they're not stupid. There's, it's just a secret. No one ever wants to talk about it. Sure. People don't want to think about how many dogs are being euthanized because essentially, you know, animal control in the pound has always been kind of classified with sanitation. Yes. And that's not what it is. Animals are sentient beings. And until in Georgia, we can put that out there that can be, you know, the normal and the law, then we're going to keep doing this. Cause right now in Georgia, dogs are property. And until we can educate our young folks, that in fact, dogs and cats are sentient beings. And that they deserve these a shot. They don't deserve to just die in the shelter just because there's too many of them. Mm-hmm. You know, so like getting out there and fostering, adopting is going to make a difference right now. Spaying and neutering is going to make a difference so your kids don't have to cry every day like we do. Right, right. And you're right. You know, I mean, these conversations are hard conversations. And it's uncomfortable to talk about the staggering numbers and the dogs that don't make it and, you know, where they're going and which shelters do that and which shelters don't and how we can help. And that's a hard conversation. But, you know, the thing is, is like, it's not about time for us to lean into some of the hard conversations and just have the damn thing and really just say, you know, here's the problem. We're we, if we all come together, we can help. Yeah. Yeah. And really everyone, everyone can play a role because you all, everyone, you know, it's, 
everyone knows people that neither of us sitting here know. And so, you know, or that don't follow us on our social media. Right. You know, so if we like don't see us out in events and we try to be out anywhere, as many places we can be, you'll see us in three different events on a Saturday. <laughs> um, but you're, we're still not going to reach everybody. So, you know, being that advocate and taking that role on, you know, whether you have pets or not, whether you're a pet or not, that, that just advocacy and, again, like having those conversations makes a huge difference in public awareness. Right. Absolutely. Well, I know, you know, Wagoween is going to be such a huge event and, and that's one of the ways people can jump in and really and make a difference and help and bring friends and be a part of this. I want to talk a little bit of the logistics of Wagoween. Um, first of all, it's so wide. It's spread out everywhere. Like you, it's, you're not going to miss it basically. <laughs> so let's talk about where they can go on the 21st and 22nd. Yeah. So we have, we have a uh, treat stops, which is what we call our local businesses that participate from uh, victory drive down at black orchid tattoo, all the way up to river street and the businesses right along the new riverfront there. So it really does span like all of downtown and all of Starland. Um, it's it's a really special event in the sense that it's not behind a wall, it's not behind a door, it's not behind a ticketing gate. It really engages the entire city and entire community. I tell people that if you, you don't have a pet or you don't have a pet to, that would come out, like go get go get brunch downtown, go to a cafe, just sit down and like watch it all walk oh, by. Yeah. You know, it really is an event that everyone can participate in mm-hmm. in one way or another. No doubt. And then um, if can people still like sign their dogs up now or is yeah. there a cutoff? No, so we okay. have a pre-registration um, and then that will um, all through the whole weekend. You know, if you come to us at 4 p.m. on Sunday and you want to just go hit that whatever last little bit you can grab your goodie bag, maybe buy a raffle ticket or a T-shirt like we'll be open for that, too. Um, but yeah, we do, we encourage that pre-registration because, um, it'll keep you from standing in that longer line, Mm. which is on our Saturday mornings. We have pre-pickup events, which during COVID were, um, a way to keep registration lines down. When we started in 2020, we were like, we'll have a couple local businesses. You can go pick it up. There was no fanfare. Um, and then after, after that, we've turned those into like pre waggling little parties. parties. Oh, fun. so Thursday we'll be at service brewings run club. And then this year on Friday, we're going to be at late air wine bar doing pre registration pickups. So you can come to those events. You can hang out with your dog. Those are dog friendly events and places. Um, and you can pick up your bag and be ready to go that weekend. And the significance um, of yeah. the light air is that that is where the Canine Palace was. Oh, okay. so the Canine Palace was on the corner of Victory and Bull, and that is now light air. And she found a very beautiful big dumb pit bull that I love so much, and I helped her with that. And we kind of I didn't know who she was, and then we connected, and I was like, "Could we please do like a toast to Sarah?" So on the Friday before Wagoween at Light Air, we're gonna have, you know. A, a little block of time just for a toast to Sarah. That's awesome. So we're really excited about that. I hope everybody, and Greg, of course. Of but course, I hope everybody yeah. can come and just, you know, thank yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was so, a good friend, so it makes me love, you know. Of course. I mean, and to, like I said, to be able to carry on the legacy and to build it, I mean, what a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's really amazing to see how how much it has grown. You know, we expanded to two days and yeah. then we expanded to Starland. Yeah. We've had these events. It really becomes like a whole... Wagoween week, a whole Wagoween month. This year, we'll even have a scavenger hunt for people that want that kind of 
feel of like with a with a big prize at the end for people that want to be able to like jump around and have a reason to hit all these other spots. That's so fun for people to be a part of something like that. You're right. It's basically turned into the Academy Awards. <laughs> like, I mean, this is like you're in the parade. I don't know. This is like a pride parade and mm-hmm. like Academy mm-hmm. Awards meets dogs. All I don't know. It's just like it's like you're waving. There's a yeah, lot yeah. of waving. It's a royal family yeah. situation. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the mayor's in the front and people always Wait. wave to him. Okay. See, that was going to be my next question. <laughs> Did I hear a rumor that there is an actual mayor of Wagaween? You is you this should, true? This is true. This is true. He, okay. He um he might have humbly uh, stumbled into that honor, <laughs> but uh, Dice, who is a renegade alum, but also Jen's dog. Oh, I know um, him for myself. He has essentially <laughs> become a pit bull ambassador because he is just like the chillest, sweetest dude. You can take him anywhere, and mm-hmm. so. He has come with us as we've walked around and, you know, been like, hey, are you participating this year and talking to stores about yeah. Wagaween? Mm-hmm. So he's known all over town. He comes yeah. all pack walks. He comes to a lot of our, our media interviews, you know. Today, we let him out of it today since he wasn't going to be on camera. He, he asked to be. Uh, yeah. I'm so he sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> but but he, he's really become like a, a face of Wagaween. He's in a lot of our promo pictures. So um, we, we've discussed that he's really the mayor of Wagaween out back yes. on town. And this year, he will have his very own mayor costume it's official this with year. a hat yeah okay mayor hat everything right, yeah. so perfect he's leaning in yeah yes. he is well i don't know if i can pencil the mayor in for another episode anytime or... I'll okay bring him. he'll love it okay good he has to bring his emotional support people with of him of course but it's fine yes she's, she's of sweet course. <laughs> so yeah if you hear the mayor on an episode in the future it'll be a lot of licking on the mic probably yeah, 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 or yeah, yeah. You know, just brushing yeah. or yeah, yeah if you hear a lot of noise yeah that's the mayor he does talk when he was does he really no yeah he has if he has something to say he will let you know oh yeah absolutely i love it this is going to be such a fun event i'm so glad that you guys are continuing the legacy continue to make it grow um if if this is your first time going to wagaween uh you know grab somebody's dog and dress them up i mean yeah i mean if you don't have a dog though however yes if you don't have a dog and you want one we i don't know if everybody knows this but renegade we bought a building last year well the beginning of this year in 2023 we purchased um a facility with kennels so we have essentially a small shelter, um, and dogs are there. So if you don't have a dog, Ooh. you can come pick one up for a little bit of time. We have the costumes. If you want to buy your own, that's Love fine. It. If you want to like come a couple days before and kind of peek at who we have and go buy them a costume, they can go out to Wagaween. You can tell everyone they're adoptable. You can pretend you have a dog for the whole day and How then bring fantastic. it back. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it'll be fun. We have some really good dogs. Oh, I bet. Yeah. And, and that's something that I think, you know, let's mention to you about um, how people can get involved with what you guys have going on at, at Renegade, too. Um, so let's tell everybody how they can get to the Wagaween stuff, the website, and also how they can get to the Renegade stuff. Yeah, I also just want to say that, you know, even if you don't have a dog, we have seen cats that like to come uh, out, and birds, bearded oh, dragons. Nice. Um, they're Finn, the goat. The goat, the he pig. comes out. There's yeah. a couple of, of potbelly pigs that have come out. Yeah. So yeah. The more the um, merrier. Yeah, yeah so really we say it's a... It's um, per pet. So when we talk about registering for Wagaween, it is by um, pet um, versus by human. So if you're a family of three and you've got one dog, that's one registration. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's one goodie bag. And then if you've got two pets, me two for them. And then um, you can also uh, give back by buy a shirt. We have some really amazing, a really amazing cool shirt design this year um, by a local designer, Low Tide Thread. And then we have raffles. We've got wiener races. 
We've got our photo booth contest. So all of that piece happens in Pulaski Square, which is one of our pickup locations. You can start Waggoween either in Pulaski Square downtown or at Starlin Yard. And if you want to do that pre-registration and make sure that you can come out and get that packet before Waggoween, that is waggoween.org. And on there, you'll see where you can pre-order uh, your packets and your shirts. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Okay. So I got the math down now. Because so, yeah, if you're like two people in your family, one pet, that's one registration. Mm-hmm. If you're one person and you bring 10 cats, you have a problem. And that's 10. Yeah. And if they're not <laughs> spayed and neutered, we're going to have another conversation. <laughs> yeah, then we might have the spayed neuter conversation. We're going to go get the cat lady. We're going to get some traps. It's going to be fun. <laughs> now, where can everybody get to what's going on at Renegade? Yeah, so our website there, renegadepawsrescue.org. Also, always feel free to hit us up on our social media accounts. Pretty active in those messages at Renegade on uh, Facebook and on Instagram. Um, So if you have questions about adopting, about fostering, um, about volunteering, about volunteering waggling, um, then we've got we've got opportunities really for whatever level of commitment that you are able to give. You know, really. Our fosters are our lifeblood. You know, they they are saving animals every day just by having and loving an animal in their home. But as Jeb mentioned, we also have a small amount of animals that are, while they're waiting for the, a foster or looking, then they're also looking for adopters. You can bring them out on, on adventures, either an adventure you were already going to do, you were already going to go to the park, you're already going to get brunch, or you can bring them to an adoption event. And then at the end of that, they come back and they still spend the night with us. Um, and we've had great successes. It gives us a great opportunity to better place those dogs, yeah. too. We learn more about them. We learn how they did out in, in public. And so um, and if you want to give back in a different way or more on your time, we can we now that we have our facility, we've got um opportunities volunteer at our building but that just might be organizing dishes organizing the front laundry. area doing some dishes doing some laundry <laughs> it's all needed you know yeah, and, yeah, and these are and those i you know those options too um are are great way if you're you want to be around dogs and love them but you're just more comfortable not handling mm-hmm. a dog you know but you know that you want to give back we have we still have opportunities you can help us run events and stand behind the event booth and help um, explain to people the process of fostering and adopting. You know, you can drive our event stuff around and you know, help us sell our, or for donations, our shirts and everything. Right. So there's really um, all kinds of ways to get involved. I'm sure the mayor of Wagawin needs a security detail. You know, as oh, yeah, I don't know, maybe yeah. if somebody wants yeah, to volunteer. Yeah, that's that. true. That would be great. There's some things to get like about. a little like, yes. yeah, yeah, well, little weird things. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he would love like that. A, like a watch thing. Yeah. Talk to each other. Yeah, he that would, would like be that. Perfect. Yeah. Um, well, this is going to be great. Um, Jennifer, Rachel, thank you so much. Um, good luck this year. I know it's going to be bigger and better and, and we hope to see you out there. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So go ahead and share this podcast with a friend, family member, coworker, neighbor, area business owner. You get the picture. If you have an intriguing Savannah story to tell or know someone who does, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at Made of Savannah. You can subscribe on any of your favorite platforms. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and many more. Thanks for listening to Made of Savannah. The welcome mat is always out.